our event was made for the community. 10 years ago, it started, or 11 years ago, it started as two boxers competing against each other. Um, and that grew until the semifinals. So we are a semifinal, but we don't need to forget that we are there for the community to build an awesome event. What's up guys, it's Tom here. I really hope you enjoy this latest episode of the Chalking Fitness Podcast. I've really loved growing the channel to serve and showcase the UK-centric CrossFit and functional fitness community. If there's episodes you especially enjoy, please consider supporting the podcast by the link in the show notes or the bio of the Chalking Fitness Instagram page. That's at Chalking Fitness. And it'll really help keep the podcast growing and going. More importantly though, please reach out and let me know if you're enjoying it. Share it with your friends if you think they'll enjoy it because I know I really appreciate it and uh, it's great to know that folk are enjoying the content. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Chalking Fitness Podcast. Bit of a special episode this week, going to put in an extra episode because I'm really happy to welcome to the podcast Robin Stalmer. Robin, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So you're the director of the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown. Um, you're also the media manager for CrossFit Benelux. Um, so, you know, I'm sure you're really busy right now. So first of all, really appreciate your time kind of like chatting with us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's quite busy these days, but um, yeah, all the good things. So I'm uh, happy to be busy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's better to be busy than, than too quiet, I think. So yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So the CrossFit Lowlands throwdowns are going to be in uh, Appledorn. Is that, uh, if I say that correctly? So it's in, yeah, in, in Appledorn. Yeah. yeah. And is that, is that where you're based? Uh, is that where you live as well? No, I live in the, in the center of uh, the Netherlands, uh, in Zeist, near Utrecht. Um, okay. But the, the Netherlands is quite small. So uh, within two hours, you're driving up north or south. Yeah. It's not that big. Yeah. I've only been to the Netherlands Netherlands once and I've, I've been to Belgium kind of as, as well. And what I love, and I think many people, if they were ever to, to visit for the event, you know, it's an opportunity to kind of explore a whole region, right? And, and I guess that's one of the reasons why then that kind of CrossFit Benelux exists as well in that it's a kind of like a, a region rather than say just a, like an individual area. And so people can really explore a, a whole range of cultures. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah the Benelux is... Uh, Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg, and um, it is an old corporation between the countries. And so it started on a government level, and now multiple uh, um, companies or or uh, events are using it to call it the same region. So a lot of people do not know Benelux, but Belgium, Luxembourg, and the Netherlands together uh, is called Benelux or Lowlands. So that's where the name came from. Awesome. Awesome. And I think, you know, for anyone like say UK or US based, they might not always be kind of aware of that. So I really appreciate you just kind of like clarifying how that works. Yeah. So as I mentioned, busy and exciting time for the team um, of like the CrossFit Lowlands throwdown. Um, so the first kind of question I had for you then was kind of like we've those announcements have happened pretty recently, um, but obviously there's been a, a long application process. Uh, Lowlands throwdown was a sanctionals event prior to that um, but unfortunately like many events kind of had to go through the disappointment of postponing and then cancelling the 2020 event as we saw around the world did that increase the determination of you and the team to kind of like uh, strive for a for a semi-final event in the new format 
Um, no, not because we canceled. Um, I think we make the event for the community. So um, the Lowlands Throwdown is one of the oldest events in, um, in the world of CrossFit. Um, it will be our 11th edition. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, it uh, goes back deeply. Um, but yeah, the disappointment of the cancellation last year really came out of that we cannot make an event for our community. Um, and why we applied to be a, a semi-final was to showcase the world then, that there is more than just uh, everything big in the United States. Um, I think the European region um, deserves more attention uh, on the cross level because all the, the big names on the girl side are coming from Europe. But still, there are a lot of talks about the USA, the USA and the USA. And I think there is so much more. Um, and I think the Netherlands is a good country to host an event like that. We have a good infrastructure. Um, it's easy to travel. Um, Schiphol Airport is one of the main airports in, uh, in Europe. So you can fly from all over the world to, to, uh, to Amsterdam and then drive one hour to the venue. Um, so you can combine things as well. Let's say you want to visit the Netherlands, you can go uh, to one day to the event and maybe the other day uh, visiting Amsterdam or something like that. Um, so yeah, it's more, we really do it for the community and it's not that we as an organization definitely want to organize the semifinal. Of course, it's amazing that we won one of the bids, but it was not the main reason. Yeah, no, I think... Um... Being UK based, you know, we think about strength in depth as a community event, you know, and, and I'm sure other kind of the big events within Europe definitely agree with you there that, you know, Europe is a, is a big player within the global CrossFit kind of competitive scene, but also the community as well. And so I uh, fully agree on the importance of kind of like highlighting that and showing the kind of the, um, the, the strength and the community that we have out, outside of outside of the US. Um, so you mentioned, you know, it's super exciting delighted to be able to be a semi-final um i was really intrigued to, to find out like how you heard did like justin or dave call you um and what were your like first first like emotions first thoughts on being told that you'd been awarded a, a semi-final event for 2021 um yeah i get an uh, invitation for uh for a zoom call um with uh, justin in it and the the other great guys of the of the team across the games team and um yeah i was a little bit nervous for the call because i thought that we weren't one of them um but yeah at the end they say hey uh it was one of the best bid books we saw and um yeah we want to con congratulations uh we bring the congratulations over to uh to you that you are one of the the semi-finals and i was a little bit quiet like they said that we are one of the semis uh yeah and that was an amazing feeling yeah it was really an amazing feeling to um because there are so many other great events i worked at said that this amazing event i worked at the fit at field 150 it's a great event all the other events we visit french throwdown is an amazing event so there are so many great events around europe and I believe that every event can pull off a semi-final um, because 
the quality is so good here in Europe. Um, so I felt also really bad for the others. Um, but yeah, on the other hand, we are really happy uh, that we are one of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's com completely understandable to kind of have those mixed emotions, really happy, but recognizing yeah. the quality of events that exists across across Europe. Um, so you, you mentioned actually, you know, that what's been driving you to kind of like go for a semi-final is around the community that the Lowlands Throwdown is, is one of the oldest um, competitions in, in the world, and this would be your 11th year. So one thing I was really interested in, and I look back on the kind of the sanctionals format, and I hope we'll see the same in the semi-final format, is that it's allowed people to bring a, a um, that their own style to an event to, to reflect the origins of the original event um, because it's not just being delivered kind of by CrossFit HQ. It's, it's a partnership. So what elements like what elements of the origins and the kind of real style of Lowlands throwdown will be emulated in the CrossFit Lowlands throwdown? Yeah, we say uh, expect the unexpected. And um, that's our theme for this year. Uh, every year we have a theme. Um, so yeah, we, um, we cannot say a thing. We only can say expect the unexpected for this year. Oh, and I think, you know, and that's, that's, that's exciting. Um, I think, as, especially for someone like myself, who's a, a spectator first, you know, a fan of the sport, you know, it's always really interesting to see those weird and, and, and unusual, never seen before events. Um, so kind of really look forward to seeing what, uh, what, what, what kind of comes out of, of the event um, in, in terms of both the overall delivery, but specifically the, the programming as well. Is there anything yeah. you can, can mention on the programming? I recognize, you know, you, you, you may not be able to share at this point, but it, is that something you're taking in-house to be able to deliver the unexpected or are you partnering with, with anyone? No, um, our new competition director is uh, Nolan Mooney and he's one of the founding fathers of the Lowlands Showdown 10 years or 11 years ago. Um, but he is back on the team and I'm very happy with that. And our uh, programmer, Kevin van Helden from uh, Unscared Fitness is, uh, is a programmer. So we do it all in-house. Um, but Nolan Mooney is one of the, the, the most experienced CrossFit guys in the, in the region. Um, he's a Flowmaster, CrossFit level four coach. So he, he breeds CrossFit. And so those two together are, uh, are a really good combination to um, yet to make exciting programming so uh i'm really looking forward to see how the plans what they have in mind will work on the competition for yeah definitely oh amazing and i'm sure like i say the uh, the community that you've served over the years will be really excited to see those familiar names kind of being involved because it's the they've made the event that they love uh but equally it kind of be be intriguing for those that might be kind of competing at the event for, for the first time to kind of look back and start to try because we always we always love to try and kind of understand someone's programming style what that means we might see but then to be at with the added kind of theme of expect the unexpected i think yeah, you know there'll be plenty of question marks and excitement for, for lots of people yeah there will be a lot of question marks until the end that's what i can say <laughs> so um Talking of question marks, I think one of the things we unfortunately do have to, to recognize is that we still face a lot of uncertainty in terms of logistics and restrictions because of the kind of ongoing kind of global pandemic. I know here within the UK, we don't have kind of like, it's an, boxes are not expected to open based on the government plan before 
the open or even the individual quarterfinal. So there are a lot of restrictions there and that could create deflation. But I guess one thing that we I'm not aware of as well, because it's harder to keep track, is like how are things with respect to kind of like gym restrictions, event restrictions um, in, in the Netherlands? And more specifically, is there a, an anticipated kind of release as they evolve towards June 11th? Yeah, we're working uh, with the local government on a plan. Um, so when, when we called them, um, they were happy to have a kind of event back here in, uh, in, in Europe, in the Netherlands as well. Um, you know, the hardest part is um, CrossFit is not a recognized sport. So it's not an Olympic game or it's not, uh, let's say, ice skating where you go for the world championships. And um, so that makes it a little bit harder um to get it to a level of uh professional sport so we're working together with crossfit and um to see if we can get that mark of official professional sport um yeah so that that that's what we're working on and if it is a professional sport uh, according the government rules uh, then it's quite easy um because then we can organize an event behind closed doors um, and um, but what they said is that for June um, they expect to be a little bit more uh, a little bit less uh, rules so maybe opening up a little bit so hopefully we can get uh, uh, the event out uh, with hopefully with spectators but yeah we're planning for an event behind closed doors um, but we hopefully we will uh, get some um, spectators in. Yeah, it it's hard. Nobody knows. We we don't have a, a ball where we can look into. So that's yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that has been a theme throughout the last year is, is this has been completely unprecedented and you can only plan so far because we don't know how how you know it's such a unpredictable system how, how things will change and i know that like you know the you know aspiring athletes here in the uk are then thinking about how they can navigate that um and it's interesting you say they're planning for a planning for a, an, an event behind closed doors but hoping that there'll be less restrictions by then and and i think it's that key thing around you know being optimistic but being realistic as well and so like one of the kind of i guess final questions i had on on that side of things would be like Recognizing that real is being a being a realist is often that that survives and progresses um, kind of most effectively. For you and the team, let's take it to July. What does a what does a realistic success look like for you? Is it executing the event in person but behind closed doors? Yeah, hopefully with. I would love to see the arena filled up, um, and and maybe this week with a few hundred. Um, spectators but hopefully uh with the whole stadium full with people who are tested or have the vaccine or something mm -hmm. um, um but yeah what you said before you need to be really realistic so what they do now in the netherlands they have some test events um that then people can attend and then they test it on forehand and test you on, on after the event and to see if there's anything happening in between so hopefully that continues, that the testing will continue and we are able to uh, 
to use that information to organize uh, the event with spectators. Um, but for me, it is a success if every volunteer, um, the community, the athletes are happy with the event, how it looks like, how it went, and that they get an amazing time. And if it's not uh, in person um, for the spectators, then they, we want to give them an amazing experience back home to watch the broadcast. Um, yeah, so that's the only thing we can do back then, but we want to give them the ultimate experience even when they're in the arena or back home. So expect the unexpected will be said again. <laughs> and, and I definitely agree that kind of broadcasting is, is going to be a key part to kind of like bring that event to, to, the, to the community at large, whether that be those within the, the Benelux region or, or actually more, more internationally as well. So I, I know for, for me, that's what, what I'll be, I'll be looking, looking towards really and, and, and the, the event and the excitement that forms around that. So the final question I had for you then actually was like, let's, let's take it to, you know, I like to think of uh, th this podcast being kind of community first. So let's finish with, finish with the community. And we talked about the community at the beginning as well. So like the, the CrossFit community are in, in the Benelux region, like, um, you know, I've seen that there are a number of boxes which have over, over 40 kind of signups for the open. So there's kind of excitement there. You're also running in a, a community event alongside the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown, which will be online qualifiers final, but the potential, fingers crossed, to be able to incorporate a grand final in a, in a live event. So um, it, it's really nice. And we see that within the UK to, um, as well, that communities are still coming together um, for, the, for the open where they can, even, even if it's online. So can you spot, um, kind of comment on like, how has the more, more broad kind of like Benelux CrossFit community kind of adapted over the last year? Have, have they come together virtually? Has, has there continued to be a sense of, of community, even with kind of gyms being impacted, closed? Yeah, I think people are still coming together. Um, is it online or, or virtual, what you said? Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why we decided to also organize an online community event, because our event was made for the community. 10 years ago, it started, or 11 years ago, it started as two boxes competing against each other. Um, and that grew until the semifinals. So we are a semifinal, but we don't need to forget that we are there for the community to build an awesome event. So that's the reason why we set it up the community event um, to give the people the opportunity to do something together um but maybe virtual yeah maybe they are in a zoom call together so they can do it together but yeah or maybe the gyms are open but we don't know yet um but it was one of our missions for this year to organize an event that can continue um that we don't need to cancel um so that's the reason why we said okay this year will be fully online and hopefully everyone will join um, because it will be the same programming as before, uh, three workouts in a day, um, in the same order. So if you want to redo one of them, you say you want to redo one and you just finished three, you need to do all three again. So right. it is, it's a kind of a one day competition. So that, that makes it unique. Um, and then the finals will be, uh, I cannot say much about it. But it will be uh, look like a two-day competition, um, so that will be great as well. 
everyone can join because we have an equipment free option option as well so if you're not able to go to the gym you can still uh, compete um, and yeah that are all possibilities for people to join and hopefully uh, a lot of people will um, because that that's the reason why we exist it's we do it for the community and um, yeah hopefully they can join now that's great, and I think it's it's admirable to to put it on in a format that won't be impacted by restrictions because it's online. And I think it's a, uh, you know, there's, there's been some great kind of like online competitions run over the last year, which just gives people something to focus on. And and I think one of the things that like you know to recognise is there's only one certainty, and that is if you don't organise or provide an event, there is no event. So it's it's a good approach to kind of say, well, let's put something on yeah. because then at least we're taking that into our control and we can offer something. So no, that's, that's brilliant. So no, Robin, thank you very much for your time. Um, I normally do a couple of warm up questions. I'm going to use it as a cool down question for you. Um, and that is uh, if, if you were allowed to program your own birthday workout, what are the three movements you would choose for that workout? Oh, that will be echo bike, pull ups, and ash I think. Nice, nice. It feels like it's like a, a weird take on uh, on Cindy, right? You know, just but removing yeah. the press ups and, and putting a, an a, an echo bike in there as well. I've, I've still yet to go on an echo bike. I was chatting with a with a fellow podcaster recently about how all the different air bikes differ, and uh, some I've heard I've heard good things about the echo bike though. Yeah, I, I love it. I, uh, my girlfriend gave it for my birthday, so. Yeah. It's oh, then amazing. it was. It, it is really a, a birthday workout every time. Then, as as a as a present. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> amazing. So, as I said, uh, thank you very much for your time. Um, really appreciate you kind of giving your your insights into the the exciting opportunity that is there for the the Lowland Throwdown team to to deliver a CrossFit semi final event. And I really wish you guys all the best in in the planning and and the executing of that event. And and for the wider community to enjoy it as well thank you thanks for your time thanks for having me yeah thank you very much take care bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.